Hi everyone, I hope we're all doing well. I can't believe we're officially allowed back outside. I haven't gone out to clink clink yet, but I intend to do so very soon. But anyway, welcome back to another episode of Handcuff. And today I'm going to tell you about the murder of Sana Muhammad. Most people in Britain would probably expect a 16-year-old girl to have a boyfriend or a partner in general. But would you expect them to get married? For Sana, when she turned 16, she entered an arranged marriage with a 30-year-old man and they got married in Mauritius. I think the issue isn't with arranged marriage, but for me, it was with her age. So I looked into the legal age for marriage in Mauritius and the UK, which is 18 for both. However, you can get married from 16 with the consent from your parents or in the presence of a judge if your parents are absent. I think we could go into another realm discussing if it's right for 16-year-olds to get married, but that is probably a discussion for another podcast episode. Sana married Ramanoj Unmafalagadu. Sana was formerly known as Devi and when she married Ramanoj, she became Devi Unmafalagadu. The couple had three children together one boy and one girl but i couldn't find the gender for the third child the couple lived in the uk and ramanoj was a site manager at newham general hospital and i believe sana was a stay-at-home mum. over the years their marriage became volatile which led to an incident in 2012 where sana ended up jumping out of the upstairs window breaking her ankle as she hit the ground sana told the police that her husband was staring at her whilst he sharpened knives in the garden and she was frightened. Ramanoj was arrested and charged and in 2013 Ramanoj was put on trial for attempted strangulation under the Offences Against the Person Act. During the trial one of the jurors made comments around Ramanoj's mental health questioning if he had any mental health issues. These questions went against the judge's direction considering that Ramanoj's case did not mention any potential mental health issues and oh, it resulted in Ramanoj getting acquitted of all charges. Although Ramanoj wasn't convicted, Sana still divorced him in 2012. She also applied for an emergency non-molestation order which prevented Ramanoj from coming within 100 metres of Sana and intimidating or threatening her and their three children. After their divorce, Sana met builder Imtiaz Muhammad in 2012. They fell in love and had two kids together. The family moved to Ilford, London. Sana followed the Hindu faith. However, when she married Imtiaz, she converted to Islam, which prompted her name changing from Devi Unmafalagadu to Sana Muhammad. Whilst Imtiaz was working, Sana enjoyed being a stay-at-home mum. Her husband, Intia, stated she had strong family values and believed children should be greeted by a parent and loved when they get home from school. Fast forward six years, and now we're in March 2018. A member of the public found crossbows hidden in the area near Sana's house in Ilford. They reported the sighting to the police, who came and removed the crossbows. At this moment, the police, Sana, and her husband Intiaz were unaware that it was Ramanoj who concealed the weapons in the area. This man was obviously not dealing with the divorce well, even six years later. He ended up losing his job as a site manager and was sleeping rough. After the police removed the crossbows, 
Ramanoj decided it was time to turn it up a notch and he set up surveillance on the Muhammad house. The Muhammads lived in a house with a large garden. They had a trampoline set up for the kids and a small slide. From the pictures, you could see there was enough space to entertain guests or enjoy their time together as a family in the summer. But at the end of the garden was a shed. A shed Ramanaj knew existed. Eight months later in November, Sana and Imtiaz were expecting their third child together. She was around eight, nine months pregnant, but Ramanaj decided it was time to seek revenge. On November the 12th, 2018, Ramanoj found his way to Ilford and gained access to Sana and Imtiaz's garden. Ramanoj sneaked into the shed and planned to patiently wait for the perfect opportunity to attack Sana. On the morning of November the 12th, Ramanoj didn't anticipate that he would be discovered by Sana's husband. While Sana was prepping in the kitchen for a special dinner, Imtiaz decided to store some empty boxes in the shed and was frightened to see Ramanoj lurking in the dark. Imtiaz stated he thought he was dreaming when he saw Ramanoj emerge from the storage with two loaded crossbows. Imtiaz booted from the shed into the house and screamed for his wife Sana to follow him outside. Instead of running outside, Sana's initial reaction was to run to her children who were upstairs. Remember, this woman is heavily pregnant, trying to run to check if her children are okay. Unfortunately, Ramanoj caught up with Sana and fired a crossbow through the banister. The arrow shot Sana through the stomach. Intiaz heard Sana's screams and told reporters, when she got an arrow, she just screamed. I was thinking, what is happening? I was screaming for her. If you get a chance, there's a picture on my Instagram um, that shows the weapon and it's a proper fuck off weapon, like Call of Duty. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand why in this London, the purpose of owning a crossbow and yeah, okay, people go hunting, but still. Sana was dying in front of her children and husband. The 18 inch arrow penetrated Sana's stomach, leaving only four inches left. Sana suffered from internal injuries. There was damage to her intestines, stomach, liver and heart. Miraculously, her unborn child survived due to the arrow missing him by millimetres. Sana and Imtiaz had a baby boy. He was delivered by a C-section, but when he entered the world, he wasn't breathing. Luckily, doctors and nurses were able to revive him, which really warms my heart. But at the same time, you just wonder how is he and his siblings going to navigate their way through life without their mother? He was literally robbed of the chance to have a relationship with his mother. After Ramanoj shot Sana, Imtia stated that Ramanoj placed a second loaded crossbow on his shoulder. And at that moment, Imtiaz feared that he was going to meet the same fate as his beloved wife. Ramanoj's own son had to wrestle him and disarm him of the crossbow. During the struggle, Ramanoj told his son, you will understand when you get older. Well, I hope he fucking doesn't because I don't think there's anything to understand other than Ramanoj being a jealous twat that can't control his emotions. Watching his wife die in front of him caused Imtiaz so much pain and sorrow as expected. He told reporters, if at any stage I could have stood up to him, I could have saved Sana. If I only closed the kitchen door behind me, then she would have been saved. If I just spoke to Ram, 
Maybe she could have been saved. My mind, my brain didn't work at the time. That's the regret I am living with. That's why I went into depression afterwards. It's the biggest regret of my life. She was my soulmate. She was everything to me. She was my companion. She was my friend. Life was so lovely. I think that's such a beautiful thing to say about your partner. Whew. That is really sad. Just had to like deep it for a second. I think it's so difficult to say how someone should have reacted or even to look back and criticize the way you responded to something. The fight, flight, freeze response is human nature. And until you're put into a high stress, traumatic situation, you will actually never know how you're going to react. I remember when I was studying in university and during lectures, we were discussing the fight, flight, freeze. And my lecturer gave um, us an example of how quickly um, events can unfold because of that reaction. So she gave the example and she was like, well, you know, when someone's playing a prank on you or randomly scares you. And for that split second where you scream or jump or clutch your pals, whatever it is, that could be enough time for someone to actually attack you. And then she said, imagine if you're jogging, someone scares you and gets startled. And at that moment, they touch you inappropriately and run away. Or they use the moment to restrain you. That's how quickly things can happen. I don't know if that's a good enough example, but it literally stayed with me six years later. Um, so yeah, we can say, oh, he should have done this. He should have done that. But I, I honestly don't know how I would react if someone pointed a loaded crossbow at my face or at my children or just, I don't know. Hi everyone. I've got some exciting news. CrimeCon UK is still taking place this year. And the only change is the dates. So open up your calendars and save Saturday the 25th and Sunday the 26th of September 2021. In order to purchase your tickets, all you have to do is visit crimecon.co.uk. Get inside the mind of a serial killer and psychopath, learn from leading criminologists, hear from the families and survivors, meet your favourite true crime podcasters, immerse yourself in forensic evidence and delve deeper into unsolved crimes. CrimeCorn is the ultimate true crime weekend partnered by Crime and Investigation. I will be there all weekend so come and join us and don't forget to quote handcuffed when you purchase your tickets to receive your 10% discount. See you soon. When the police arrived Ramanoj confessed to owning the crossbows. He stated he shot Sana by accident. He actually intended to shoot in Tiaz, but Sana got in the way. There's a video on one of the Evening Standard articles below in the show notes. And he's so calm. The officer is like, so I'm arresting you on attempted murder. And he's like, yes. And he, the officer continues to say, um, because you confessed to me on Body Worn video that you shot your ex-partner who was having an affair. Like, obviously, we know that's a lie. She wasn't having an affair. And he's like, no, no. I was trying to shoot him, but she got in the way. It appeared to me that he was ready to risk it all. And that's exactly what he did on November the 12th. The police searched the garden shed and found bolts, a knife, duct tape, cable ties and a hammer. The investigation linked Ramanoj to multiple online purchases. Evidence showed he spent roughly a thousand pounds trying to orchestrate the murder. Ramanoj purchased the crossbows found in March 2018. 
and purchased additional crossbows from another supplier in May 2018. In October 2018, a month before the attack, Ramanoj asked his daughter whether the garden shed was locked. It was clear Ramanoj planned the attack. I mentioned before that Ramanoj set up surveillance, while police discovered notes marking the times and dates of everyone's movements in the house. Imtiaz told the court that Sana was terrified of Ramanoj. He stated, she would always say Ram does not forgive and forget. He likes to create trouble no matter if he loses everything. Unfortunately, Sana was correct. As a defence, Ramanoj stated that he initially went to the house to speak to Imtiaz because he had concerns about his daughter's religion. He had concerns that she was going to be raised Muslim. Ramanoj told the court, I only wanted to confront Imtiaz over the treatment my daughter was going through. He would force her to pray in the Islamic faith and she didn't want to. She was forced to eat halal food and she was forced to wear non-European clothes. He also claimed his daughter was allowed to celebrate Halloween or Christmas and Imtiaz had confiscated her phone which he gave her. Remember, Ramanoj wasn't allowed to contact his children directly because of the emergency order, which was still active at the time of the incident. However, Ramanoj was secretly meeting his daughter, who was only 12, on her way to school. Ramanoj also stated he bought the crossbows to go hunting with his brother in Mauritius. He said he didn't mean to shoot Sana and only wanted to scare her and Imtiaz by shooting the rails of the banister to create a loud noise. However, when he was looking for the safety catch, he accidentally shot the crossbow, which is different to what he said when he was first arrested because he said he was aiming to shoot for Imtiaz. So what's the story? Judge Mark Lucraft told Ramanoj, you have carefully planned this attack. You had two loaded crossbows and I'm entirely satisfied you intended an attack on Sana and then on Imtiaz. One can only assume that you were jealous of their life together and the fact that they had formed a loving bond between themselves and with your children. The judge also acknowledged that a person does not need to require a license to purchase a crossbow and bolts online. He continued to say, as is shown by the events that followed, they can be used to devastating effect to kill. Many, I am sure, will find the ease with which some items are available deeply concerning. It is for others to consider whether these items should be controlled and require license for ownership. The jury found Ramanoj guilty and on 29th November 2019, Ramanoj was sentenced to life with a minimum of 33 years. He will be 84 years old when he is eligible to apply for his release. Judge Lucraft described the case as harrowing and paid tribute to the strength and dignity of Sana's friends and family. Imtiaz shared some moving words about his wife. He said, she was friendly, talkative and always made me laugh. She was my soulmate, my best friend, my wife, my companion and my everything and I love her dearly. Ram must have been very jealous of the life Sana and I had and that we were living a happy life. She was a very loving mother and we did everything together. Ram has finished everything. We all feel lost now. The kids are missing their mum too much. Sana's mother, Joyti, also shared a tribute about her daughter. Joyti stated, I want to hear her voice, speak to her on the phone and I cannot. I want to embrace her to see her beautiful smile and I will never be able to. 
My life will never be the same. The sadness I feel is overwhelming and constant. Every day I think about how the children will cope without their mother, who is taking good care of them and loving them every day. I always treated Ramanoj as, as my own son. I always thought of him and his well-being after the separation. It brings me so much pain to know that he could be capable of something so hateful and so calculated. I cannot forgive him. I don't know about you guys, but I am deeply upset by that story. Um, I don't know. It was just really upsetting to me because it, it didn't need to happen. And it's because of jealousy that this woman lost her life and now six children have no mother and her husband has no wife i was quite surprised to find out that there were quite a few crossbow murders in the uk like i didn't know that was a choice of weapon like i said it reminds me of like warcraft or something like i just don't understand why you would purchase a crossbow but people do and people go on to hurt others with it and I came across this other case, which I'm just, I'm not going to go into detail about it. But um, this man, Anthony Lawrence, murdered his neighbour, Shane Gilmer, and attacked Shane's partner, Laura Sudgen, who I believe was pregnant as well, I'm not too sure. And he used a crossbow. And after Shane's death, Laura campaigned to have stricter laws around the ownership of crossbows. And there's an article in the Daily Mail and there's a section you know what i know we don't like the daily mail but when it comes to true crime not gonna lie they give a lot of detail let me just put it out there that's the only time that i read the daily mail i'm sorry but anyway they have a section that says what does the law say about crossbows in the uk i'm just gonna quickly read it out because i thought it was like really interesting in the united kingdom no license or registration is required to own or use crossbows because they are not legally classed as firearms. Similar to bats and knives, crossbows can be classified as an offensive weapon if carried in public, which could lead to prosecution. People can be prosecuted for using crossbows for illegal hunting or for attacking people under separate laws. For the purpose of UK law, crossbows are defined as a form of bow in which the bow stave is fixed crosswise to a stock and can be drawn by hand or lever before being released by a tr trigger. Under the Crossbows Act 1987, crossbows cannot be bought or sold in England, Wales or Scotland by or to those under 18. Possession is also prohibited by those under 18 years old except under adult supervision. The Act states that crossbows may be used by persons under 18 years of age only when supervised by a person aged 21 years old or over. That's the end of today's episode. Please let me know your thoughts on this case, especially around um, the ownership of crossbows and what are your thoughts on this weapon or this hunting um, tool, should I say? Yeah, you know where to find me Instagram, Handcuff Podcast, Twitter, Handcuff Pod. You can also email at handcuffedpodcast at gmail.com. Bye.